Carlin. And for my career, I'm on the road all the time. The one thing that stays the same is my brand new wife, Yeni Alvarez, the travel editor and bon vivant travel expert of TravelingDiva.com. Since we both work in the travel world, we used every trick in the book to have a five-star adventure on a three-star budget. And we're going to share it all right here with you. This is Yeni Alvarez, the traveling diva, collector of little soaps and monogrammed hotel robes. What? You're the one with the robes. I'm the one with the soaps, yes, but uh, I use them in our guest room. Yes, okay. <laughs> They're tiny. And uh, she is from the Traveling Diva website. Everything you need to know about traveling, diva style. That's me. And he is Mark DiCarlo, Emmy Award-winning comedian and TV host from the Travel Channel, ABC's Windy City Live, and author of the best-selling travel guide and classic Americana cookbook, A Fork on the Road. And we've traveled all over the world. We've collected hacks uh, from local people. We have uh, the hospitality mafia that we know, waiters oh, and... Don't say that word. What? <laughs> don't say that word. But that's what they call themselves. Every place you go, in hotels and restaurants... All those people, uh, they know each other, and they can tell you where to go and what it's to do. It's a network. And we're, it's a network. That's probably better than uh, the M word. We'll reveal airline insider tips on when to book and fly to save money on comfy, sleepable economy seats. Yes. Yeah. I mean, anybody could fly comfortable in first class if you want to pay eight grand to get from LAX to FCO in Rome. There are better ways to do it and save a ton of money. We're going to explain that to you as we get into it. Um, we'll also show you how to see the Sistine Chapel without waiting three hours in line. <laughs> we'll take you down cobblestone streets and alleys to the hottest nightlife. And on food tours to the most aromatic networks. And, here and neighborhoods. Not yes. networks. Networks. No. no. Neighborhoods. Neighborhoods. And we're going to hear the secrets from a veteran Roman tour guide who'll rate all the popular experiences so you don't waste your time or money. Our show's brought to you by the good folks at CancunCards.com. Closer than Europe, tequilier than... Tequilier, tequilier, tequilier. Tequilier than America. Uh, when it's Mexico time, go to CancunCards.com for amazing deals on the best hotels, all-inclusive resorts, and package deals in Mexico. And you can watch this very same podcast at GlobalTravelerUSA.com. Right. You could be listening to it right now on yeah. Spotify or Apple. But if you want to see what we look like, yes. well, if you want to see what she looks like, you go to <laughs> GlobalTravelerUSA.com. Because it's your best source for all the travel insights, deals, and ideas you'll ever need. Click on GlobalTravelerUSA.com for our travel videos and in-depth destination profiles from GT's crack team of Globe Travelers. And GlobalTravelerUSA.com is also the place you can get my best-selling travel guide and Americana cookbook. Oh, it's really good. The book chronicles my five years hosting a Taste of America on the Travel Channel. I've been all over America, and it's all in the book. The shipping is free when you order a fork on the road, 400 cities, one stomach, off of GlobalTravelerUSA.com. You'll also get a certificate redeemable for five days and four nights from the good folks at CancunCards.com. Free resort stay in Cancun at a really cool place called the Ocean Spa Resort just for getting the book, and I might even sign it for you. We are travel experts. We're so thrilled to be back on the air and doing uh, our show again and um, uh, happy to be talking about Rome. It's one of our favorite cities. You can follow me on X, which is formerly Twitter, at Mark DiCarlo, <laughs> and on Instagram at Mark DiCarlo TV. Uh, you get more videos there, uh, more travel deals, podcast updates, and, you know, funny stuff I think of in the middle of the night. But now, with all that out of the way, it is time to go wheels up on Rome. <laughs> 
possono leggere una Vespa? Subito dietro l'angolo, 100 metri. Oh, grazie! Prego. The Italians are always happy to have us here and uh, they really like it when you spend some time and learn their language. Or you have a wife that does. Vespa, avanti! are in Roman traffic. Our friends Tony and Esther signed up with Honey Fund and bought us a... Vespa. A Vespa, a day oh, of... Uh-oh, I think I just screwed up. Oh well. They bought us a day of Vespa riding in Rome, but it was raining this morning, and as we went out looking for Vespas to rent, we found this really cool buzz car and made a new friend with Peter, so now we are driving all over Rome. Everything's so old in our electric car, and I'm driving with Romans in their traffic. It's like being in a, a demolition derby. So if we survive, we are headed where, baby? It is an out-of-the-beaten-path of place okay. where we can find magical potions, timepieces, and handmade Roman articles. Great. And the way we get there is built into the buzz car is this iPad, uh, like a GPS thing. Ciao, we're at Piazza di Cavaliere di Malta. This is where the magic door is, where you look through the keyhole and you can see all the way through um, St. Peter's Basilica. The best food in the world. Italy. Seriously. Yeah, Italy. And I mean, if we have to explain to you why to go to Rome, don't even just stop watching now and go go on to TikTok and look at other things. Uh, it's it's a food place. It's it's a cultural mishmash. Every language in the world you can hear there, predominantly Italian, obviously. People have been living there for two thousand years. The Romans Everybody invented in plumbing. They invented uh, toilets. They invented architecture. I mean, the Greeks always say that they did all the inventing. <laughs> they did. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Our, our friend Nia is always telling us the Greeks invented everything. No, no, no. The Greeks thought of everything. The Romans actually made it happen. And this is where they all made it happen, in the city of Rome. That's why you want to go there. Yeah. It's one of the world's great cities, if not the greatest city yeah. in the world. All right, so how do you get there? Um, if you're rich, you can buy yourself an $8,000 first-class ticket and fly there. Um, but I think there's better things to spend your money on. The traveling diva, she calls herself that because... She doesn't like to camp. She doesn't like to go on road trips. Everything has to be first class and well, nice and comfortable. Well, not necessarily first class, but I mean, it has to be comfortable. I'm sorry, I, I can't. Have you ever been camping? Why not? No, because I don't want to sleep on the floor. There's bugs, there's snakes, there's bears. Right, there's bears. No. Okay. I can't. She's making my point for me. <laughs> no, so the key my is... My idea of camping is a nice cabin. Right. With you, a hotel. you work hard for your money, and I don't see any reason to waste it when you travel. You can still have a five-star trip yeah. and only spend for three three stars worth of that money. That I like. Um, uh, our current favorite international airline is an airline called Norse Airways. Um, they fly all new 787 Dreamliners, which are the new planes with better air pressure, so you're not uh, as... Uh, jet lagged when you get there and the 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 most cost effective way we found of traveling to Italy is you buy the economy fare and then you upgrade to premium economy okay. for a couple hundred dollars more uh, you get the bulkhead seats you can basically lay flat all right first impressions new uh, airline 
This is a great uh, airline. I love the seats. We got both of for a fantastic price. Look at this. I can actually uh, sleep here. And inside here is a big coat. So I'm going to be all bundled up. It used to be that you had to buy it like three months in advance to get the best deal. Now you don't anymore. No. If you're flying domestically, you want to buy it 28 days before you want to fly. That's the optimum time for the lowest price. You also want to buy your ticket on a Sunday. The prices are lowest on a Sunday. But you don't want to travel on a Sunday. No, you want to travel on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Or even a Thursday because those are the light load days. So you want to purchase, you want to purchase your ticket on a Sunday and you want to fly Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday. And if you're going over to Europe, uh, same thing, but you want to buy your ticket about 60 days in advance, but not longer than 60 days in advance because then the price goes up. So the price starts high, it craters at 60 days before and then it starts to creep up again. So that's one easy way to save money just generally when you're buying airfare. Or if you're rich, just buy yourself a first class ticket and uh, <laughs> don't sweat it because you're rich. All right, so now we're in Italy, we're in Rome. Yes. Two ways to go. Yeah. You go hotel or you go Airbnb. Personally, we've done both. And personally, I feel that when you stay at an Airbnb, you feel more like you're a local. We stayed in the Trastevere area in we an did, Airbnb. And one of the we, most amazing areas. Right. We had but... our little coffee place underneath our apartment. You're in the neighborhood. Uh, when you're in a hotel, you're in a hotel, right? Yeah, but when you're in a hotel, somebody makes the bed for you. I don't have to make my own bed. I don't want to wash my my own clothes. Yeah, but didn't you feel a little removed from the day-to-day -day Roman hustle bustle in a in a really okay five-star hotel? I'm All right, okay with that. It's a choice, obviously. Um, when I go on vacation, I want to feel like I'm on vacation. I don't want to make the coffee. I don't want to make my own bed. I just want to get up and go and experience the city. I like to be like we're living there. Right? Like, oh, I feel like a Roman person. People are talking Italian, and I can sort of understand it a little bit. She speaks Spanish, English, and Italian, so I don't really have to understand anything. I can just sit there and yeah. nod my head, and people How think How lucky I, are you? I'm very lucky. Uh, yes, you are. Um, so uh, that's two different ways to do it. Um, they're financially similar. Uh, maybe you can save a little bit of money on Airbnb. If you're going with the family, go rent a place in Tuscany. You know, a 10-bedroom place in Tuscany, get a bunch of friends to go, and that's the that's the best way. You take a train really into the city, and, and you really see Rome. We'll, we'll do a whole different show on Tuscany. This is going to be... Just Rome. Just Rome. Which is, really, if you go to anywhere in Italy, you have to go to Rome. Right. You and, can't miss it. And personally, whenever we travel, whenever I travel, I always like to just uh, get involved with the people that live there. Because that's really how you travel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you 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 eat where they eat, you hang out where they hang out, you and you you soak up a little bit of the culture. Our guest today is uh, he covers all those bases. He's an American. He speaks Italian. Um, his name we call him Blitch, but he actually has a regular name. He uh, does. Yes, I know. I've never known. I know. We've what's his name? We've called him Blitch for fifteen years. Blitch Vizioli or oh. Marco Marco Vizioli. Mar Yes. He's a substance abuse counselor and interventionist in Los Angeles, but he travels all over the world. He graduated magna cum laude with his uh, degree from the Pontifical University of St. Thomas Aquinas, Angelicum, which is in Rome, Italy. He completed his undergraduate work in philosophy at the Angelicum and chose to remain in Rome for his graduate studies. And even though he was on a full scholarship, he took a side job to lead tours. 
So he led all the standard tours during the day and then led the most popular nighttime tour of the underside of Rome. He's joining us today. Marco, welcome to A Fork on the Road. Thanks for joining us. Ciao. <laughs> How you guys ciao. doing? Ciao, ciao, ciao. We're great doing great. You. Thanks for coming on. So you are the local expert. And I say, mm -hmm. do Rome first because it's the largest city. It takes the most out of you. It's really incredible. And if you do Rome last, I've done it both ways. I went on vacation first or last. When you do it last, you're kind of exhausted from being all over Italy for a week. Trying to do a few days in Rome, you could be uh, a little tired. Yeah, we were walking 15, 18,000 steps a day because that's oh, yeah. what you do there. You, you want to see lot. everything while you're there. That's a good note. On heavy stone. Yeah. Explain to people what the sky, uh, the sky scan is. Skyscanner is just a website which kind of looks at the majority of the international airlines and you can pick your uh, flight by the day. You can like, look at the entire month at a glance. All right, so now we're in Rome. Where do you like to stay? You like Airbnb or you like hotel or do you? I'd say both. So I personally, I like traveling with Airbnb quite a bit. I've been using it in different cities all over Europe now for uh, since, since about 2012. And I really enjoy it. And I agree with you. I think the best way to stay in a really cool neighborhood, be where the locals are, feels a little less... I love touristy. I work in tourism. But when you're somewhere, you want to feel a little less touristy. And so for people right. like that, they want the character that the locals enjoy. Good I think word. Airbnbs are a great way to go. I recommended one in Trastevere for my cousins when they had their vacation in Rome just earlier this year. And so I think Trastevere Airbnbs are a great way to go. And I think your wife has a really good point. Not everyone likes Airbnb. Some people really want to be taken care of in a hotel. And so if you're coming to Rome and you want to stay in a hotel, there are a lot of great hotels to choose from. One big difference between the hotels and the Airbnbs, every decent hotel in Europe and especially in Italy has a fantastic breakfast in the oh morning. Oh my God, can we show photos of that right now? Yes. This oh is, my God. These are some of the photos of the, uh, everything. everybody has prosciutto and melon and, and, and bread and everything. And espresso, cappuccino, lattes. Yeah, which you don't, you have to go out and get if you're at an Airbnb. That's the one thing I like about the hotels. But uh, share with us your ideas on hotels. What do you like? Hotel Santa Maria is in Trastevere. It's a See? beautiful 16th century convent. Uh, that they renovated into being uh, a hotel. Uh, it's a it's convent. rather small. Yeah, it was like an old convent, and they renovated the entire thing. It's right off of the main piazza, uh, Piazza Santa Maria, and it's really it's incredibly charming. Uh, the staff are quite nice. Have always been uh, quite nice, and it's even uh, rather affordable. Trastevere is one of the liveliest, most medieval, charming, and unique neighborhoods in the entire city of Rome. And it's one of my favorite places. Uh, Would you say think. it's the hippest neighborhood in Rome? It's certainly one of them. Uh, that yeah. and Monti. Yeah, absolutely. If your listeners want... Uh, well, there's more... viewers too. They're watching us as well. So if you're, so if viewers, you're, if you're if listening you're followers... to this, know that you can go to globaltravelerusa.com and you can watch this. <laughs> uh, but if you're driving, don't do that. Continue to listen. One of my clients stayed in a magnificent, magnificent hotel called the uh, Cavalieri. And it's outside of the city. They have a shuttle. It's, it's rather luxury. So for those of your uh, 
for, for those of your followers, followers that don't fans, want the acolytes. don't need to worry about money as much. The Rome Cavalieri is a grand hotel. Uh, has a amazing. It's up on a hill. Has an amazing view of the city. There's even uh, a really beautiful hotel uh, in the city, uh, more closer uh, to the center, and that would be the uh, the hotel La Ville Rome, and that's stunning. And they have given it quite the contemporary kind of upgrades. So when you come to Rome. You can choose the style of hotel that you want to have. You might want something that's a little bit more contemporary Italian chic, or you might want something that has a bit of the old world. I'm an old world charm kind of nut, and so I like both. You were a tour guide. Tell us about some of the tours that you did, some of the tours to avoid. One thing that I tell people to do before they do anything is get lost. Put your things in your hotel, put your things in your Airbnb, and then just take a walk. You can always find your way toward a particular city center, whether it's Termini, the train station, or any major piazza. But just kind of take a walk and explore and get lost, and then just find your way to any of the major piazzas. If you want and to take go- a walk without headphones. I-, I see so many people walking around, you know, listening to music or whatever. Part, part of the ambiance of any place you are, especially Italy, is the noise and the, the chatter of the locals and just the sounds and the restaurants. I think it really, it sucks you into where you are more. Yeah, the musicality of it all is mm-hmm. just stunning. It's a big deal. And, and, and if you allow the city to speak to you in its, in its sort of hustle and bustle, it's a sort of creative chaos of Rome. It'll be overwhelming at first, but you want to take it in. There's one thing that just came to mind, and I'm going to mention it now so that I don't forget. If you've never been to Rome before, it is one of the most visually beautiful, stunning cities where every single block, for most Americans, have never seen anything quite like it. And it's very, very uh, captivating, which makes us prime targets for pickpockets. And we don't really have pickpockets in America very much. But Rome is one of these cities where pickpocketing is a major source of business for the criminals who do it. And you'll never know it's happening. It's one of the most, it, you'll, it's just incredibly smooth. And so you have to be very, very careful about where you keep your money uh, in your front pocket and careful because as you're sort of captivated staring at the Colosseum, uh, someone could be in your pocket. Someone bumps into you. You be and... very, very careful. For the followers of yours that want to go to the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican, you know, all of the ch- in Rome, all of the churches are free. So whether it's one of the giant four beautiful papal basilicas, which we'll talk about in a minute, or or St. Peter's is one of them. You know, which the Church of St. Peter's is glorious, but you can walk in there for free. When you're doing the Vatican Museum, the Sistine Chapel, you do St. Peter's last. And you go to the far side, around the other side of Vatican City, is where the entrance is. And I usually recommend that you definitely use a guide, which will save you money on the line. There's a particular tour done by City Wonders, where it's an early morning breakfast tour. So you arrive there early. I think you arrive at 7.30 or 8 in the morning. They might have changed it. Arrive where? At the Vatican? You arrive there. You have breakfast right there. And earlier, before it's even open to the public. And then your guide can bring you on the tour before the museum is even open to the general public. 
It's a fantastic like tour. The Vatican wow. Museum and the Sistine Chapel, absolutely you want a guide because it's going to keep you, it's going to get you in faster and it's going to give you, like you said, historical context, explaining some of the things that, uh, that explaining some of the things that no one, you just wouldn't know on your own. The guides that City Wonders uses are outstanding. They've got a lot of awesome. tours in Rome and their Vatican tours is really great. Our tour guide for the Sistine Chapel, her name was Raffaella, mm -hmm. and she was hilarious. The smallest book has the names of the blessed and the largest book has a list of the damned. This is a portrait of Biagio. Biagio was a VIP person who lived at a time. So Michelangelo painted Biagio in the hair. Michelangelo sent Biagio in the hair. Michelangelo made fun of Biagio. Do you know why? Because of Biagio criticized Michelangelo's work. That's why. Biagio criticized Michelangelo's work about the nudity, the naked figures. He said, oh my God, look at Michelangelo's figures. They are naked. That's a shame. So he criticized Michelangelo's work. And Michelangelo took his revenge on Biagio. He painted Biagio in the hell. Look at his face. What a lovely face, you see it? And that's naked on his body. According to tradition, Biagio complained to the Pope. He wished to get out of the hell. He complained to the Pope. And the Pope said, Biagio, I am the Pope. We are in the hell. I cannot rule over the hell. He said, if you wish to get out of the hell, please go and talk to Michelangelo. <laughs> By the way, all the things that uh... Marco Blitch is talking about, and the things that uh, we're talking about, we'll put in. We'll put the links in yes. in the uh, in our written Roman piece on Global Traveler USA, so you'll know uh, where to go and and how to find these exact same experiences. Uh, Mike Batula, a good friend of mine, has a great company called Rome with Mike. He does. He never cancels his tours. One of the men who trained me to be a tour guide. He does outstanding tours of the sort of the highlights in the center, Piazza Navona, uh, Piazza wow. di Spagna in the Spanish steps. He's outstanding, he's funny. He does tours of, of uh, the catacombs all over. He, had, he trained me for a tour of uh, uh, following the whole Da Vinci Code uh, through the entire, uh, in the um, Angels and Demons tour, sort of like going all through the Rome, oh, cool. the Dan Brown kind of stuff. Uh, City that. Wonders is very good. Rome with Mike is very good. Eternal City Tours and uh, Crucis. All tours, all the different people that trained me to give tours still have great working uh, companies and I highly, re highly recommend them. What about nightlife? What if you want to go out and, uh, you know, go drinking or, or have some nice meals or, or uh, you know, a little wilder time? Um, I, I know Trastevere, that's typically where we end up. What yes. are some of the cool places where the locals uh, enjoy their nightlife? Italians are famous for congregating in piazzas and they will stand there with a glass of wine and a cigarette and they'll just talk and hang out right there doing just that all night long. There are a couple of piazzas that are famous for gathering in nightlife. Uh, Campo di Fiori is one of them. Santa Maria in Trastevere and in that the entire neighborhood of Trastevere and a lesser known 
Jewel, the very first neighborhood I had an apartment in, is San Lorenzo. San Lorenzo is uh, a, a beautiful, artsy, poppin' nightlife kind of neighborhood on the sort of far backside from the train station Termini, not far from Sapienza University. San Lorenzo is a great neighborhood. And Monti, Monti is also a very popular neighborhood. It's right there in the very center of Rome where my university was, uh, where mm -hmm. my university is, still is. And uh, Monti is a very popular nightlife neighborhood. So if you want to go out and go dancing, or if you want to have a drink, or you just want to be around a lot of action, maybe you want to have a late bite or see some art, great place to be. One of the coolest things you did there was the night tour of Rome. Yeah, the, the dark heart of Rome tour it was yeah. created by the by the gentleman who owns city wonders today in a saturated tour market he started this little tour stitching together dark tales mostly of the baroque medieval renaissance period and so you have all of these fascinating sto ghost stories and witch uh, witches and burning heretics and scoundrels and murderers, poisoners, the French. And you did this for how many years? I did this steady for about three years. Yeah. And did you ever get tired of it? Never. Well, in a city like Rome, how could you get tired of, you know, walking around and seeing that it's magical. Rome it's is magical. magical. It's magical. Walking it's... around at, at night is so well lit. <laughs> It's incredible. It's like all these you big, know. beautiful old buildings, and it's just the lighting. You got to go and see it. You got to go and experience it. And it's an it. interesting mix of very modern, yeah, and literally two thousand year old things that all are kind of stitched together with a great reverence for what came before, yeah, and it, it, stylish Italian clothes and food and fashion. It's sure. a it's a very hip city with very very deep roots and it's it's i don't know that there's another city in the world like there's it. nothing I, nothing quite like one. it that has the ancient no. world the medieval yeah. the renaissance the contemporary world uh yeah, that all feeds that, that, that's all current right it's yes it's the saint peter's is 700 years old now but it's still you walk in and you're like how did, how did they but build also, this? One of my favorite things about this magical city is that you're walking around doo -doo -doo, and you're, you know, you're doing your everyday thing in Rome. And all of a sudden you're going to head to the metro. What's there? It's ancient columns that they just discovered. And you're this close to it. Uh, are, you, really are your followers going to eat? On. They might. Yes. I Can think we, so. <laughs> how could we not talk about that? Give me your top five. The, my, our favorite place is called uh, Restaurante Musee. It's two blocks from the Vatican Museum. and uh, Pizza we, Massa by we, Giulio Massa. We, you walk in and the guy just puts food on your table and it's <sighs> delicious. But it's only open for lunch. So where, where do we go to get great... I, literally... We, we got a ball of prosciutto in a gas station that was delicious. That was in Tuscany, though. Eh, it's the same, baby. I think it's harder to find bad food in Rome than good food. What are your go-tos? So uh, for pasta, you have to first figure out what you're going to want to have. Some places are better at everything. pasta. Some places, some places do everything all right. But if you want to have something legendary, pasta, Mimi e Coco uh, is outstanding on the Governor Vecchio. It's right near Piazza Navona. 
there is a place that I really like called La Monte Carlo that I went to when I first moved there. That one's going to be a legend for Morrissey fans. There's a famous picture of Morrissey standing under the sign for La Monte Carlo. Uh, that's really good. I'm, a, I'm from New York, so I really love pizza. And there are a couple of places in Rome that do pizza incredibly well. Now, I happen to be a fan. Napoli, Naples invented pizza. And so the places that do pizza in the Neapolitan style are going to be my all-time favorite. Uh, one of the best in the entire city is called L'Angolo di Napoli. It's not far from the Basilica of Santa Maria Maggiore. It's outstanding. There's another one closer mm -hmm, to the nice. Vatican where we would uh, I would take people after a tour because we stopped right near the castle Sant'Angelo near the Vatican and it's right called on the river. Yep, it's called Opazzariello and their pizza is just um, to die for. And then and what's the difference between Roman pizza and New York pizza? New York pizza. What do you mean? Well, Napoli? he's from New the York. Difference between, New York. The pizza. difference between Roman pizza and Naples pizza. Roman pizza is much, much thinner, and very. It's very flat, right? And Naples pizza is going to be a little bit more like New York pit. New York City pizza was done from inspired by the Naples tradition. It's a very, very different animal, but that was the original pizza that New York, because Neapolitans and Sicilians came to New York. Moved to New York, yeah. Romans didn't move to New York and make pizza. So the Why New would York you leave Rome? Good question. Maybe for a career. <laughs> <laughs> Taurus gelato looks amazing, doesn't taste the same. Real gelato doesn't have the gigantic tidal wave of uh, fluffy folds. Right. Real gelato is air. much lower. In the, it's just air. Real gelato is going to be... Uh, it looks cool. Real gelato is going to be much shallower to the pan. One of my favorite, favorite places to get gelato is called uh, the Gelateria of uh, Artigianale. And it's right there across from where Julius Caesar was, uh, was killed. Um, in uh, in that in, right right from that piazza. Okay, we have to talk about fried artichokes because we had it on a food tour. Oh my God, what was it? It was eating Europe. It was a Trastevere tour, and we had the golden fried artichoke. I don't think I've ever had any vegetable that's this delicious. And it was an artichoke. Mm. You eat the whole thing. Well, everything's good the with whole, olive oil. It was just yeah, but. It was crispy. The entire thing was crispy entire and thing salty. Crispy. And I think they just dip it in. Oh, oh my God, it was good. <laughs> anywhere else on earth. I've never been anywhere. Never, no restaurants ever had fried artichokes like this. And there's one place called Nona Betta. The food is incredible. And the fried artichokes are to die for. <laughs> Here's the good news, folks. Everything that Blitch has been talking about, everything that we've been talking about, will be in our Roman article on GlobalTravelerUSA.com. All the links to all these tours, all these restaurants, all these experiences. Uh, thank you so much, buddy, for coming on the show. Let's go to Rome Grazie. together sometime. How about that? Beautiful. I'd love to. Ci vediamo presto. Grazie mille. Grazie. Grazie. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao, bello. All right, well, that wraps up our show on Roma. This is A Fork on the Road. You can hear all our shows on Spotify and on Apple, and you can watch the shows on globaltravelerusa.com. Uh, you can also read our stories and get all...
and watch our videos. Follow me on social if you want to see the videos. Uh, I'm at Mark DiCarlo on Twitter and Mark at Mark DiCarlo TV on Instagram. We post a lot of our travel stuff there. Um, also, if you want a copy of my book, A Fork on the Road, 400 Cities, One Stomach, you can also order that at GlobalTravelerUSA.com. You should sign it. And I will sign the book. And if you order it from the link on the website, I'll also throw in a free five-day, four-night trip to Cancun from our good folks and sponsors, the good folks at CancunCards.com. So uh, that's it for our first show back from our high, uh, our COVID-imposed hiatus. We're glad to be back. We're glad to be traveling. We'll be dropping new shows. So come back for more information, more fun, and more travel because we want you to travel on your time. Ciao. No, I'm hungry. I want a golden artichoke. Let's go for gelato. Ciao. Gelato. Gelato.